Welcome to this podcast by Global Church. We are a church planting movement wanting to reach cities from here to everywhere, one to everyone. If you want to find out more information, check out our website on www.globalchurch.co.uk. A warm welcome to you this morning and uh, welcome to our service. And if you're Global Church, welcome. And if you're uh, friends of Global, uh, a warm welcome to you. And uh, I hope you get something from uh, this morning's service. The worship's fantastic. Uh, you know, we're, we're in lockdown still. God the Holy Spirit is using these things, the songs, and he'll use the word today to speak deep into your heart and to minister. That means to strengthen you, to help you uh, in your daily life. And so everything we, we do in Global wants it to have a practical ex- expression uh, so that it's helpful and not just theoretical. But you know something, even in our practice as human beings, even our uh, the way that we do our lives, it needs fueling with theory. It needs fueling with information and wisdom. And that's what I hope to bring you this morning. I'm excited this morning. I've got a great talk on confidence. I mean, what is it that where you walk into a room and it's not long, if I'm introduced to a brand new bunch of people, I'll, I'll be able to tell within a few moments who, who the, the influences are there. What is it about these confident people? Is it the fact that they've got direction? Or maybe they've got a strong awareness of their abilities? Are they very articulate? It's just amazing that, that these people uh, in, in the room, you see confidence. And if there's one thing that we need in life, if we're going to have success, and if our kids are going to have success, the one thing that we are going to need is confidence. Because, you know, you can have direction in life, you can know where you're going in life and still lack confidence. And as a leader, and, you know, I'm big on leadership that we all are called to lead ourselves if nobody else. But if we're going to have a greater influence than that, if we're going to lead our families, lead our communities, lead our businesses, lead our schools, uh, lead in politics, we're going to need confidence because confidence brings with it a conviction that people see that you've got something and they'll follow you because of confidence. And hopefully we've got confidence that's filled with other tools such as direction and hope and wisdom. And so I want to start today by giving us a reading from a a guy who was an amazing leader. Christians know him as the Apostle Paul. He's an amazing fella and in his first ever uh, new church, he started new churches like we do in Global. We want to reach people and make disciples. Uh, We want to plant churches and we want to influence and reach cities with the good news of Jesus. And the good news of Jesus is this, is God has made himself real to us in in his son, Jesus Christ. He has revealed himself. So we no longer have to guess, is there a God? We know God broke into history uh, in his son, Jesus. And the good news is that our sins and our mistakes and everything like that can be forgiven and, and no longer dominate and have domination in, our, in a dominant position, I should say, in our life. We can, we can forget the past. We can start again. It is so positive. There is confidence that comes into us. You know, you might have been born unconfident. Not many people, I don't think many people are naturally confident. When I talk about confidence, I want to make a distinction between confidence and arrogance. Because sometimes they can look the same, but they come from a different route. And arrogance is all about self. You know, Samson in the Bible was a a failed leader in many ways. 
and he was all about himself. It was all about his comforts. It was all about his victories. It was all about him. Whereas David, the shepherd boy, he had confidence in God. David, on the other hand, said, you know, I, I can see God before me. My God will go before me. You know, his word is like a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. David trusted in God and he was very, very confident. So we're going to have a look at David as well. But here in uh, Philippians, Paul's first writing to his first church plant to new Christians. He said this. He said, I am not saying this because I am in need. He said, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. There's a word, content. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who strengthens me or everything through him who gives me strength. And you know, he says, I have learned that's process. I have learned. It doesn't happen overnight. Very few things do. And so I'm, I'm just wanting to, to say some things because often when people first become Christians, God answers the prayers very, very quickly because God is a great encourager. But after a while, he leads us and he guides us into principles and processes that will add value to our lives. So you know, I don't want you to get discouraged when sometimes the prayers stop getting answered and it's like, well, this seems a bit hard work. God is weaning you off the kind of milk and, 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 he's, and he's getting you onto solids. He's getting you onto to things that you can build your life on. So I want to have a look at confidence today. Many times in, in life you can be confident in certain things and then unconfident in others. And I want to say that those things might not change much because I've seen the most confident men and women uh, in situations that they're not used to and they're not as confident and it shocked me. I've looked and I've thought, but you're brilliant. And sometimes it's in an interview and I see them coughing and spluttering and like, whereas when you hear them preaching and teaching, they're like, bish, bash, bash, they're on it. They're all over it. And you know, they've got building projects going on and they, 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 are, they are amazing, amazing people. Get them in an interview or, or in a, a, a situation where they're not in control or they're not used to. And uh, it's encouraged me. You know, I'm just like, do you know what? I'm like that. Confidence is a great thing. And it's a great thing because it, it can instill confidence. When you have it, you can instill confidence in others. And I'm going to look at how we can do that. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 says, Don't throw away your confidence, which has great reward. Confidence fluctuates. Direct uh, ratio to, to successes and failures in your life. And, you know, if you keep on having failures, you will feel a failure and you'll become more and more of a failure because all you're ever experiencing is failure. And it's the same with success. The more successes you have in life, the more confident uh, you will feel. I want to have, I do want to have a look at it because there's, there's really three things. If you forget everything else today, three things that confidence brings, brings number one, stability. And number two, it brings stretch. And number three, it brings stoop. Stability, stretch and stoop. And if you're confident, it will bring stability. Let me just have a quick look at the Apostle Paul, what he had to say. From Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13. 
because these verses uh, are, are brilliant because it shows the relationship between experiences ex Paul the apostle experiencing life's laws and enjoying its highs the apostle is resting on the assurance that his strength is in God alone he can do all things he can do everything through Christ who gives him strength and that gives him self-confidence and but he knows where his self-confidence comes from it's based on the resources that Jesus gives him he understood that confidence and contentment give him stability in every situation he encountered in his tumultuous life this man had been whipped and beaten been left for dead you know this man's life did not go he wasn't it wasn't like oh here's a guy with a silver spoon in his mouth no 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 this man he had to tough it out sometimes but he understood that confidence and contentment gave him stability in whatever life throws at him you need that and i need that we don't know what's going to happen when the lockdown goes away and now we're all back up and back at work or not back at work or picking up our businesses or not picking up our businesses we need that stability on the inside people are going to look to you and say what has he got what has she got and we need that stability and it can only be found in jesus christ nowhere else it can only be found in jesus christ and when you get jesus the prince of peace you'll find he's the missing piece in your life confidence and contentment which brings stability Contentment is taking your present situation, whatever obstacles you're facing, whatever limitation you're having to live with, whatever chronic condition that wears you down, whatever has smashed your dreams, whatever factors and circumstances in life that tend to want to push you under, you can come up above. And instead of saying, I can't cope, in fact, we don't ever want to say that. We say, this is beyond me, but it's not beyond Jesus. I can do all things through him who gives me strength and the Bible says God gives us strength for the day and we need to learn how to live sometimes in 24-hour parcels rather than keep worrying about next week or even today worrying about tomorrow let's get through today God gives you strength for today I'm giving you principles here I'm trying to tool you up so that we come out of this lockdown with more than what we went in with and we're ready for what life throws at us confidence will give you stability and you're no longer blown about and worried about this then and the other so the first thing that confidence does it stabilizes you but the second thing it does it enables you to stretch unconfident people will never stretch they'll never step out in faith they'll never they'll never have a go at something because they're unconfident i don't think i can do it what will people think what if i lose the kind of money that i'm investing what if what if i, I go for a property and, and it's got wet rot dry rot or the roof needs doing oh, oh i don't I'm, and they play it safe without confidence you'll never stretch but with confidence you'll stretch i love watching people of confidence i love watching tyson fury i'd hate to be in a ring with that fella because he goes yeah yeah i'll push him i'll knock him out in three rounds and you're like, yeah, you probably will. You only have to blink and you'd knock me out. But there's a confidence. And whether it's in, in Christ, he says it isn't. I've, I've, no, I've no reason to doubt him. But the, the, the point is, a lot of boxes, they just, I'll tell you what they're basing their, 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 their confidence on, past wins. And I'll touch on that later on. Past wins. So it's not all just utter, there's past wins. There is, th these men get in the ring often and they are measured. They are measured in the confidence. It's good to watch people 
that have, uh, have grown in confidence in their life. And so stretch, uh, confidence will help you to stretch. The moment that I have my foundation strong and stable, then I'm in a position to be able to begin to stretch. Insecure people seldom stretch because they're not willing to live life on the edge. And you know, people go for security. Security is such like a fairy story, really. Life is dynamic, it's not concrete. It's dynamic, it's not concrete. Security is like a phantom in many ways. And you know, my security is in the eternal God. And so that isn't phantom, that's fact. You know, I know that God is able to keep me in any situation. I'm like the Apostle Paul, I feel strong in, in, in my faith in Jesus Christ. But you know, my faith in Jesus Christ will not stop a credit crunch coming. It won't stop a lockdown from a, a virus like we're going through. So it's not like we're cotton wool, that's what I'm getting to. And so Jesus gives us confidence to become overcomers in life and not victims in life. Confidence stabilizes us in all situations. And when we're stable, that then uh, allows stretch to flow, taking steps of faith. And then uh, a third thing it allows us to do is to stoop. And that is what Jesus did in John chapter 13. He came and he washed his disciples' feet. There was no servant there. They had, the guys had not organised somebody to come and wash the disciples' feet, which would have been a normal course of, uh, of, of their life. And they would get somebody to cook for them. They would get somebody to, to, to come and wash their feet because they're full of dust and everything. They've been walking with their sandals on. And, and so there was nobody there. So everyone's looking around and they've all got sweaty feet and everything. They're about to eat. So Jesus takes a towel. He gets the water and he stoops down and he starts washing his disciples' feet. Peter couldn't cope with it. Peter's going, you're not washing my feet. And Jesus saying, you don't know what I'm, what I'm doing. In fact, John writes, he said, Jesus was about to show the extent of his love. And he got down and he stooped down and he washed his disciples' feet. What a leader. You know, you can't stoop like that if you're not confident. If you're insecure or in competition with people, it's like, no, I'll not do that. I'm not going to show myself as lesser than them. Jesus, totally confident, washes his disciples' feet. It's important that you and I have confidence because there's a world out there that needs serving. And we go as servants of Jesus Christ. You know, we're going to attempt great things for God, but also we're going to stoop down and help people in life and, and do menial things that other people won't do because they're not as confident. Confidence, when you find it, the, the kind of confidence I'm talking about, you'll realise it's not just about you. It is about you. But it's more than that. It's the purpose of confidence so that we can serve and we can lead with strength. And uh, it's beautiful. So confidence will give you stability. It will give in life. It will give you the stretch, the ability to stretch, and it'll give you the ability to stoop and serve. I could finish there. Just a little story I want to tell you. Uh, and then I've got six points. I don't think we'll get through them today, but I want to tell you a story of David the shepherd boy. And David the shepherd boy epitomizes all these three things because he's brought up in a family. His dad doesn't really like him. We don't hear about the mother. We don't know whether he's a, a love child or whatever. We don't. Um, but he's the runt of the family. So Samuel comes and he saw David's oldest brother, the firstborn, Eliab. And he was like a smart, handsome dude, well-built, 
could uh, could present himself well. And Samuel the prophet thought, now this must be God's chosen one. And God said, no, no. He said, man, look on the outside, but I look at the heart. I've not, I've, I've rejected him. I've not, I, I, he's not my chosen one. Because through all the brothers and, and the, the Holy Spirit did not give Samuel the witness on the inside to say, this is the one. And so he was obedient. And this is what makes prophets scary because he won't just budge just because it's like embarrassing. So he says to, to the dad called Jesse, have you any other sons? And he goes, well, yeah, I suppose we've got David. David plays the flute and the harp and he's looking after some sheep somewhere. And they're like, there's David, the artist. So they bring David in. So David comes in and he's young. He's like a young teenage lad, about 15 year old scholars reckon. And he comes in, the Holy Spirit says he's the one. God had been watching David and training David in the backwaters where nobody was watching. That's encouraging for, uh, for, for many of us who have been in the backwaters for years and years and years and you don't get recognition, but God's been training you. And that's where you get to. I've talked about Jesus in the desert, 40 days, you know, being tempted by the devil. It's in the backwaters. And these are important years of your lives. If you're in that wilderness or if you're in that backwaters, being faithful to God and nobody's watching, he's training you to have an, you know, live your life with an audience of one, uh, God Almighty. And God is the one who gives promotion. God is the one who gets things to you. And so David, he'd been being trained by God in the, in, in the backwaters. And uh, the prophet Samuel anoints him. And then his dad says to him, David, go up to the front lines because there's a, a war had broke out with the Philistines. And uh, there's a big giant there, Goliath. He was over nine feet tall. He, he fell asleep in a grow bag. This man was huge. And uh, he came out and for 40 days, he taunted the army of Israel. And he just said, well, where is your God? Who are you? You're nobodies. Why are you just intimidating, intimidating? He does represent the devil intimidating and goading and putting you down and wanting to run over you. David goes to the line, the, the, the battlefront with cheese butties for his, his brothers, bread and cheese. And when he gets there, he hears this Philistine, this unbeliever talking and, and defying the armies of Israel. And he's going, who is this man that defies God Almighty, the armies of God? He's, you know, David's like, He's incensed and he's looking to the king, the leader. He's thinking he'll go out and take him out. And he didn't. And he saw all the fighting men that have been trained all their lives to fight, not going out. And here's David, a shepherd boy. And he, go, he, he, he goes to his brother and he's going, what's happening with this guy? What will be done for the guy who kills this man? And, and he's saying, oh, well, the king, he'll exempt his family from council tax. And he's going to give his daughter in marriage as well. His older brother said to him, you are just full of conceit. Why have you come here? And his brother started to have a go at him and put him down. And then David said, I will go and slay this, this giant and, and the, this Goliath. Anyway, they brought him to the king and the king says, you can't go. This man's been a fighting man since his youth. He says, you are no match for him. And David said, listen, this is important for confidence. He said, you know, when I've brought up in the backwaters looking after my father's sheep, he said, when a lion came at me, he said, God will give me victory over the lion. He said, I'll pull its hair out, I'll pull its teeth out, I'll 
kick it up the backside, that iron will go. And he said, and if a bear came, he said, I'd treat it the same. And he said, the same God who delivered me from the, the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will save me from the hand of this Philistine. And the king, the king picked up confidence from a 15 year old kid. I said, confidence brings conviction. And, and David convinced the king he could do it. So the king says, put my armor on you. And you know, there's a fully grown man giving this young kid his armor. And David's walking around trying to be polite, but he's like, you're gonna have to unzip me guys because I, I can't move in this. I can't operate like this. And confidence knows what it can do and what it can't do. And he's like, I can't operate in this, but this is how God has used me. I take a sling and they're all like, oh, please, this lad's gonna get marmalized. He's been put down twice. He's about to be put down one more time. He gets to the battle line, he runs to her. He runs to the battle, that's confidence. I think I'd have been dragging my feet a little bit. He gets five smooth pebbles, puts them in his bum bag and he runs to the battle line and he gets his third put down. Goliath said, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? He said, you little pipsqueak, I'm going to chew you up today and spit you out in bubbles. And David says, you come to me in sword, spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the living God. David attacks Goliath and he runs at him and he says, you know something? He says, you come out here and you defy the armies of heaven. He says, but I'm saying to you today, he says, I'm going to cut your head off. That's fighting talk. He says, I'm going to cut your head off. And he says, the battle belongs to the Lord and David knew where his strength was coming from he was confident because he knew that God was with him and he went to the battle line you see out of all his brothers he's one of the most stable lads because he's caught, he's, he's able to be out in the backwaters while everyone else is together as a family he's the runt and he's out there but you know what come what may whether it's sunshine in or rain and he looks after these sheep and there were only a few sheep you know, he could stoop to look after some flea-ridden sheep. There's no glory in there. Nobody's, there's nothing fantastic about it. But you see, here's a man, a young man with confidence. And he is stable and he goes to the battle line. And because he's confident, he's able to stretch where everybody else is huddled in fear. And he runs to the battle lines. And he used his sling and he took five stones, but he only needed one. And he hit him. And the Bible says that the stone hit Goliath in the forehead and it sank into his forehead. You think, oh, that's painful. And he hit the deck and he was dead. And David went to make sure he was dead. He took Goliath's sword and he chopped his head off and chopped Goliath's head off and he picked his head up and he showed it to all the, all, all the army of Israel. They all went, wow. And then they ran, he emboldened them. His confidence emboldened, made them confident to chase the Philistine army. And they had a great victory that day, a young kid, 15 year old. How amazing is that? Confidence is powerful. It'll stabilize you. It'll enable you to stretch and step out in faith. You know, whatever's gonna come after the lockdown, you can hit it on, you know, with your feet running on the ground saying, nothing's gonna get in my way. No matter what setback, I'll get back up. Chomba Wamba song. I get knocked down, but I get up again. And this kind of confidence, you can find it in Jesus Christ. And you know, David found it in the invisible God of the Old Testament, the Father of God of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's just absolutely amazing. These are not myths and legends, these are historic facts and they are fantastic. And I want to encourage you today to consider giving your life 
to the invisible God. And um, next week, I'm going to look at six ways in which we can grow confidence in our lives. I said I want it to be practical. I said I want to, to be helpful. And, um, you know, this is going to be a, a two-parter because we're not going to get to the bottom of things just in one day. But I hope you've got something, got the strength and the energy that comes from having the scriptures read to you. Because there's power in God's word. And faith comes by hearing God's word. And David, the young shepherd boy, had faith in his everyday life. And God made him successful in his everyday life. I'm trying to get rid of two lives, you know, like a religious life and then your natural life. And I'm saying, no, there's just one life. Live one life. True life merges both. And we have one life and we live it out in front of God Almighty and our friends here on earth. And, you know, I want you to have confidence. I want global people in global church, when they come, whether they're confident or not, I want to grow the confidence. And I want them to be ambassadors to other people, to help people find confidence and know how to live life as an overcomer. From the team here at Global Church, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please check out our other messages available on the website 